Alright everybody, welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of the podcast. This is the leadoff man himself, the number one batter, Uncle Tachi. To my right, we have... At batter number two, go back home, sit back back in, and go back home to right. What's up everybody? It's your boy Titsin, we're back with a brand new episode. Uh, what's up my boys? It's been a minute. It's been a while been a second it's been yeah it's been a it's been a a few weeks yeah we uh are currently in the garage we just got done or are in the process of eating breakfast now that you've had it do you prefer the bob or the sausage biscuit from whataburger (sighs) i don't know man for me i think because we've, we've eaten them so much i'd like to give these a little bit more run but I'm gonna I'm a I'm a big fan of the uh, of the uh, of the Bob. Wow, which is really respectable. I respect that. Um, the only reason why I know of the sausage biscuit is because we were on overnights, yep. and the lady told me we are out of bread. So is it okay if we put it on a biscuit? And I said okay. She's like, it's the same thing. It's just a sausage egg and cheese biscuit. And I was like, all right, bet. So I've been kind of hooked since. And it's plus it's a biscuit, it's a buttery biscuit, so it's nice. So this weekend, you uh, are getting ready to leave in the next couple of hours. You're gonna take the family on a vacation. Where are you guys going again? To the Kalahari Resort. For you listeners out there, if you guys are still active, thank you. Um, we're going to a resort. It's a water park. One of the, not the, but one of the largest big uh, indoor water parks in the northern America. Um, yeah. It's right outside of uh, Austin. I think it's like right outside of Ron- uh, Round Rock. But yeah, we're going to go take the kids uh, swimming in junk. I'm going to get my disgusting fat body out there. Hey, uh, you do have a dad's body, which by all means is the new <clears throat> Sorry, is the new thing, isn't it? They always say dad bods. Is yeah, I think they're just trying to be nice. But no, it, there's if we're being honest, everyone needs to hear this. All right. Dad bods. That doesn't mean nothing. All right, get get in the gym. I honestly should be in the gym more. Uh, I had COVID this past week again for like the fifth or fourth or fifth time. It's just a never-ending cycle. And when I get COVID, I know when my, my brothers and everyone else gets COVID, I they like just get like cold-like symptoms. I lose my say my my taste and my sense of smell, and it is the worst. Yeah, that's terrible, that's man. Terrible. I've I, I've had it a couple of times, and the first time I had it obviously knocked me on the butt, but uh. Second time I had it was nothing, thanks uh, to the vaccine, I guess. Have you seen the latest? Jesus Christ, I can't clear my throat out. Uh, What's going on? Newcastle destroyed Tottenham. Oh, yeah, 6-1. to They put it on them. And And isn't Tottenham Tottenham in fourth? Yeah, they were either in fourth or fifth because we're in seventh. And that helps us because they're only three points ahead of us, and we still got a game. Let's go, baby. So we're talking about Liverpool. The dream's Um, alive. This weekend, we uh, Texas Tech beat Baylor two to a, two games to one. So we won the series. We we uh, lost the third game yesterday in the doubleheader. Hunter and I went to the spring game yesterday, and I can tell you who looks really good. Morning. Baron Morton. Yep, hands down. Because of how he played, 
how he was in the game. Like he needs an IQ, football, IQ for football. Better than uh, uh, shock, 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 shock. Yeah, he's way better than him. I was looking at his stats yesterday. He has two touchdowns, two picks, and one has one touchdowns and one pick. He has ten points yesterday. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get you closer to the mic, buddy. Is the mic on your duty? I don't know. Go ahead and get closer. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you sound better. We we need you to get a little bit louder. But oh, okay, uh, I'm sorry. Now I know I'm saying shark is still okay. He's doing like himself. He's not put himself. I didn't draw him by his name more and be starting to keep you one. You know who uh, uh, I wish I would have saw? But we didn't stay for the whole thing. I wish we would have saw Jake Strong. He was a high four-star recruit out of high school. He was like 6'1", 210. Morton, 6'2", 210. So uh, I'd like to see him play. But we got a snippet of our defense. That's good. <clears throat> Miles Cole. He's a kid. fucking monster. The guy's uh I think I looked him up. He's like 6'6". Six, six. They say his uh uh they said his uh reach is longer than Tyree Wilson and Tyree Wilson's like 6'6", six, six, 275. And he has a bigger wingspan than Tyree. And Tyree's going to be a top 10 pick this That's year possibly. And Miles Cole yesterday had two sacks in that spring game. Overall defense looked really good. We got some big bodies out there offensive line. They look massive. <clears throat> Our receivers are really big body receivers. Fast, quick. Uh, Morton looked the part. Obviously, you know, Shuck and his mobility. But, yeah, you can tell Morton's put on weight. He's hit the weight room. He was throwing some dimes out I there. I wish dude. I was there to see that, man, honestly. You yeah, I was trying to get awesome a hold of you. That. No, we were doing something. We are um, running like we were doing errands or doing something. Yeah, we uh, that, that's what we had going on. Oh, this Thursday, as a matter of fact, is the NFL draft. Oh, damn. And I will be in Kalahari. Are you going to be... Well, you don't know. You can't foretell the future, but... You're going to be tuning in for the draft, do you think? Probably. You're going to watch it on the phone or you'll be in the hotel room? Probably watching it on my phone. Shout out. And that's really exciting. You guys are going to go do that, dude. That's uh, It's going to be a good trip. The bad. draft That'd is this Thursday. Um, the Lakers won last night. They're up two games to one on the Memphis Grizzlies, the number two seed. Did you see why Dylan Brooks got ejected from the game? No, I didn't. I heard he got ejected. Oh, I don't you, know why. You didn't see it? No. Uh, so LeBron's carrying the ball up the court. And, what a picture. And Dylan Brooks is guarding him, like full press pretty much, and decides to um, – LeBron goes behind the back. Yeah. And I guess Dylan Brooks is Mr. Transparent because he's going to go through LeBron's testicles – to get the ball. Yeah, he punched it. So, how many points did Dylan Brooks finish I with? don't. I think it was like six, I thought. Let me check. What did Braun end up having? Does check. anybody know? I, I like when you bust out the laptop because I, it makes me feel like we're official. They can't see because we don't have a camera oh, set up. Uh, but he has. Dylan Brooks finished with seven points. Braun finished with 25 points. 25 points. Shout out. Anthony so, uh, Davis putting up a big 31. So, yeah, the Lakers are up two games to one. The White Sox uh, on baseball news, they suck. Yep. Never they changed. keep losing games and uh, extra innings. Um, bullpen sucks. Yeah, the bullpen is what it is. The Rangers keep winning, though. The Rangers, the Rangers look, look good. good. I heard Charleston Allen hit big. I saw watch the clip hit my homers. So for the people that don't know, I am a White Sox fan first 
as of now, and a Rangers fan second. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff riding on this, but um, we are currently the Oilers are down two games to one to the L.A. Kings. With a game tonight, right? Yes, there's a game tonight, game four. The Oilers have to win or they'll be down three to one, and nobody wants that, especially with uh, one of the best players in the league or in the world, as we could say, Connor McDavid. So uh, they let let that one slip in overtime. Um, They let another one slip in overtime in Edmonton, game one. That sucks. The... Roles could be easily reversed. We could be up 2-1 right now, but instead we are down 2-1 with the game. We really need to win tonight to make the series 2-2. Um, oh, there's another thing. I don't know if we hinted on it, but Grant McCaslin is the new head coach of the Texas Tech men's basketball team. Almost stroked out. No, right it's there. funny you say that because when I was listening to the podcast again for this last episode. Did we mention it? We t- we talked about We didn't say that he was the head coach. We're saying that he was like the main the main guy and we're talking about like how we felt about him and stuff but now that we've hired him and we've got him in in the program and you know UNT went on to win the uh the NIT I say that's a great hire he has a better pedigree than Chris Beard did and Chris Beard obviously took our our program to a whole new level of heights that we're you know still trying to maintain which is crazy yeah and with and with Chris Beard our expectations are really high you know what I'm saying oh yeah so it's just like we had that we got spoiled and then now it's kind of like we demand this success, which we should. You know, every program should. But yeah. to reach the national championship game and then, you know. Should have won it. Yeah, we should have won it. To reach that game and then uh, go back to the Elite Eight or the Sweet 16 the year after, you know. Yeah. It's like if we don't make Sweet 16 every year. It's a bust. It's a bust. I wouldn't even say Elite Eight, Final Four. Like, it's it's Final Four or bust. No, it's Sweet 16 or bust. Like, we 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 are usually a threat in the Big Twelve, and we are a threat in the tournament. Um, you know what's crazy is that we've been we talk about this, and I know that you know we say some stuff, but I feel like every time we get on the podcast and we talk about potential candidates and the Green Bay Packers and what they should have done with Aaron Rodgers and everything starts coming into fruition. Fruition. It's like, hey, dude. We're kind we know, of right. Yeah, we know our shit. Yeah. And it's really yeah. nice. It's really nice to know that, like... Yeah, because I think we were talking about the Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers situation, like, before last season, and we're talking, you know, we wish we'd have I, traded yeah, it him. Yeah, it was as, as soon as the season ended. Yeah. Well, the year before. Yeah, the season, yeah exactly. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we should have got rid of him. Yeah. We, everyone, or we need to. And everyone was like, no, let's give him one more year. And then, and then everyone now turns their back on him. We were uh, ahead of that curve, like, a year in advance. Yeah, when we lost to the 49ers in Green Bay, right? Yeah, when he didn't and throw a during the touchdown. snow. Yeah, he yeah. didn't throw a touchdown. That's when that game ended. We were talking about okay, it's time to trade him. We need to let him go. We need to focus on the rebuild. And what they do, they went the opposite and they gave him an extension. Yeah, and then Devontae Adams. And then they walked. traded. Yeah, they let or they traded Devontae. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but essentially, he he was yeah. like, he's like, yeah, I'm done because I don't know what Aaron's going to do after the season. So <clears throat> he could possibly be, still be in Green Bay right now. Uh, and Jordan Love could be throwing him the ball, and he'd have a way better security blanket. Want to hear something interesting? And this is just hearsay. Saw it on Reddit. But Jalen Tyson transferred out of tech, right? You know, he did I thought he did pretty amazing this past season. You yeah, know, he was yeah. one of our bright spots in our defense for sure. Yeah, here's your Holy he has, moly. He has quick shorter. hands. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I thought you said another but to do some breaking news. Holy moly, breaking news. No, no, news. no, dude. I'm uh, currently looking at a Snapchat. Oh, uh he um apparently he's he's out of the program. He's transferring out. I like that. Because 
from what they are saying was that he was a toxic personality in the locker room. Uh, do you believe it, Hunter? We've been hogging the mic, dude. You need to hop in here. I agree that. Yeah, no, because I hear what he says. I, uh, yeah, he would talk to coaches. And we talked to staff. He says, Jen, I love you, man. Like, Chris Grant and Tajan one one in office. Jen says, Jen said that he could be, wants to come back. He put his name in transfer portal. Or he wants to return for next season for Ted. I told him in the car and he wanted to go visit Auburn and Kansas. He's going to visit Auburn and Kansas. What do you feel? Do you, do I, don't, you... I mean, it's weird for when your head coach comes in, so you don't have a head coach. You have all these players that are like, you know what? I don't know what's going on with the organization. I'm going to, like, transfer out. Pop Isaacs, obviously, you know, he's a, he's a Red Raider for life. Yeah, he is. But when a new staff comes in, sits you down, interviews you, and then you you have to transfer after that, I think that's a pretty telling sign. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah that's interesting. Good. It really is. We got two transfers, so we got – Jaden Williams from Nevada, Vegas. Your first from year. Jarvis. Talking about transfers in. Oh, okay, I was like, what? Yeah. And we got uh, Chance from Great, Great, Great Canada University. Shoot for four percent. Chance McMillan. Yeah, he's <clears throat> he's our center transfer. Oh, nice. So, uh I'm excited to see yeah. the basketball team. I am as well. I mean, and I mean, the biggest elephant in the room right now is uh. Yesterday there was a there was a huge, I don't know. I mean, I guess you're into it, but there was like a, a like a, a a star-studded cast of boxing yesterday. Oh, you had yeah. Ryan Garcia versus Javante Davis, the Tank. Tank. And um, it went as as we expected, honestly. I mean, from Anthony and I, for we were taking Tank in that one. I was going for Garcia. Yeah, I was going for Tank. Who are you going for? Garcia. Yeah, Garcia's a bitch, and he quit in the fucking ring. Yeah, that wasn't cool, man. Like you. So he he was being aggressive. He looked like he was about to bully him, and then he gets absolutely his he gets planted on the canvas you round two, just punched right in the fucking face. And after that, it looked like all the fight he just left his, his body. And then eventually he found some type of uh, confidence back in him. But after that, it was just kind of like, nah, dude, I, I he's the bigger man, and he was trying to fight Tank's game and was. You know, fighting close quarters. Yeah. When you're a big dude, you got reach. Yeah, you got jab. Just jab him up. Jab and then, you know, do what you do. Go to work. Yeah, but oh boy, was fighting close, getting in Tank's range. He got popped, dropped in the second. And then it looked like it was like, it was a weird punch. Threw a punch, a left hook to the body. or It was a straight. It was a straight to the body. And I mean, we don't know what that feels like. But but at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, you get punched in the body. You see that and it's like, okay, maybe. But you the know, thing is, is like, he can get up from it, but he yeah. just he stood down, or he just knee just took a knee, and that was it. And I was like, "What?" If you look at that punch and you rewatch it, it looked like his, like the punch, like grazed him. It like maybe like the like maybe like half of his glove hit his body, and the other half like was able to like keep going with momentum past his body. So it wasn't like a clean, solid hit. Yeah. So for them to sit down. Like and then, like Anthony said, like it literally looked like he quit because he took a knee and he just never got back up. Yeah, he did. I, I, I saw that in a clip on TikTok. It said, "Davis, tell him, hey, get up, fight me." Carson says, "No, I'm done." You tell him, "No, I'm done." Yeah, I don't know. Quitting in the ring like that, especially when you're talking John all that shit and you're yeah, that's just not a good look, man. No, I don't it, know. it really isn't. And I mean. Punches affect people differently, and we don't know what that's like until we actually get into a fist fight like that. Yeah. Or not necessarily a fist fight, but like, you know, a boxing, boxing match. Yeah. But 
I don't know. I just, for me, being the spectator and the fan, it's like, okay, he quit. So maybe, who knows? Maybe broke a rib or something, but I don't know. It, it looked like he quit. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of upsetting, but, you know, Tank's the real deal. Um. What else do we have going oh, on? Before I leave this, I got to, you know, shout out to my boys Richard and Matt, because you guys are saying, talking all that shit, saying that uh, Garcia's going to drop Davis. Davis doesn't have a pedigree. Well, uh, he's now got Garcia on his belt. So maybe you guys should uh, watch boxing a little bit more before you start coming out with some crazy-ass uh, stuff that you're saying. And it's Damn. and it's crazy because it's like you listen to other people's Stops, thoughts and their theories, and it's like... And I know that's their own opinion, but when you really listen to them, you're like, what the fuck? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, be real, dude. Yeah. The guy hasn't fought anybody. Besides that Campbell dude, Luke Campbell, whatever his name is, yeah. he's an Olympic gold medalist. That's it. And he dropped him. Yeah, and then Tank Davis is over here knocking out people, though. And it's yeah. like, come he's on, dude. You're like, if you look at the stats, you their stats are right there in front of you, and it's just like people are blind or they're naive or they're not even naive. They just don't want to They don't want to believe it. They don't They don't want, want to credit, give credit when it's due. And when you come out on top, it's kind of like, you know, here's here's my middle finger to your face. Fuck you. It's funny. You we know what we're up. talking about. Like, be real, dude. Yeah, it's funny you bring this up, and I'm I'm kind of going back to it. But you're talking about draft night. What do you think we'd do with Aaron Rodgers? Are we trading him during the draft, after the draft, or before the draft? I don't know. They need to get it done. They have uh, today, tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday. half of Thursday. At this point, if they're not going to get the 13th pick, which I feel like they should, but if not, they need to get Rodgers. And I would say fuck the conditional 2024 pick. We don't want that. Give us both second rounders, and that's it. That's all, that's all I want. Give us two of those. Do you still want to trade with the Jets, even though they're the ones that... I mean, that's where he wants to go. Uh, but at the end of the day, whoever comes knocking, they're like, hey... But that's the thing. Aaron holds where he wants to go. Yeah. So if Tennessee's like, hey, we'll give you our first-round pick at number 11, but, you know, Rodgers like, no, nah, I don't want to go there. So if he retires, it is what it is. He kind of fucked himself in a way too, though. Oh yeah. So he Aaron Rodgers himself. We he has the choice on where he wants to go, but we have the rights to an extent. So if he retires, no sweat off our back. Okay, it is what it is. We'll eat that contract. We have we have room to eat that contract, and we're okay with that. And then the Jets look like fucking idiots because they couldn't pull it. They couldn't get it done. Well, because it can't get. It. Just hit plan A, did it work? Just go plan, plan B for Trey and Rogers. Like I said, it's like a fit. Just say if Packer wants to wait till draft, trade and Rogers for draft starts. What before after draft starts for Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, um, like Hunter said, uh, I, at this point, I want to – I don't care if we trade – Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. I, I kind of, at this point, I kind of want, <laughs> I kind of want the, um, I kind of want to like snub the Jets here. I Try to get to, what you can out of it? No, fuck them. I don't want to trade to them at all. I want to trade them really? to like the Patriots or, you know, but send them. That's the thing though. He holds, he holds where he wants to go though. Well, I mean, he, who wouldn't want to go to the Patriots? I don't know. I mean, right, I, mean, can, I, I mean, yeah, to be, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I, I would I, like I, to I, trade him to the, to the, to the Niners. I mean, as much as, I mean, they beat her ass every year. But it doesn't really matter. Send him to the Niners. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, at this point, I feel like Green Bay just needs to and – that's, and that's what's shitty about the situation is because Brian Gutekunst has not necessarily his neck on the line, but 
the neck on the line. Oh, which, yeah. No, to me, I think it's 100%. To me, like, I don't feel like he does, though, because he's getting rid of not necessarily a cancer, but he's getting rid of a a toxic player in some form or fashion. But I think the thing is, is like, so you're hitting at it, and I kind of like. I mean, just get him out of fucking this, Green This Bay. guy's been a problem for how many years now? I don't know. For like, I would imagine X amount of years, right? And 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 let me throw in something real fast because I'll forget it. Rogers met Alan Lazard to go throw the ball around and train with him. How come he didn't do that with Watson and Romeo Dobbs? Exactly. And then you hear the story about Matt Lafleur saying that you know they would have uh, pregame meetings, and he would be in the in the meetings for like two to three hours by himself, waiting for Aaron Rodgers to show up. And he's not showing up. So see, he, yeah, he he's fucking toxic. I so, didn't know that, dude. He needs to just get out of Green yeah. Bay. Get him out of there. Give me a fucking bag of turds and uh, a seventh round pick, and all right, cool. I'm 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 okay with that. Just get him out of there. So dude. yeah, you you have your head coach saying that, and you know this evidently from the organization standpoint. This is just coming out, and we're now hearing it in the public, behind closed doors. This was a known thing. So the fact that you still went into last season with him as your as your guy. I think your job is on the line. You know this guy's a toxic personality. That's true. You had every right to trade him away last season, and instead you went into the season with him. And then, as you can see, you can watch the game type. Aaron Rodgers, it looked like Aaron Rodgers didn't give a fuck about what was happening to the Packers until, what, the last two or three weeks of the season? Yeah. And then when when they had a fighting chance, yeah. He just threw up a fucking ball that was like 15 yards short. Like, Yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't don't, know. Aaron Rodgers, man. That's what I'm saying. If we can't get the first round pick out of uh, the Jets, we need to take both seconds or one of the seconds and their third and just go, dude. Because then we'd have we'd have number 15, number 42 or 43 and 45, or we'd have 15, 42, 43 and 45. We'd yeah. have four picks in the first 50 picks. We'd have four picks in the, in the top I, 50. I hope this guy doesn't like jump did. the gun and like, oh, my God, we're going to eat. Uh, Roger's salary, we're going to have to trade him, deal him for anything, third round, fourth round. Fuck it. Let him retire. Let him route on the bench. I don't give a fuck. And that's the thing that Bakhtiari said, too, is like, you know, if they can't get anything done, then, you know, what is Aaron doing? It's kind of like, oh, well, you know, he's either going to retire, he'll sit on the bench, and the Packers have that. He basically said the Packers have that where they're okay with him sitting on the bench. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because, well, what about the contract? What about his contract? They yeah. have They have room for it. All he's doing is fucking himself over. Exactly. So if he wants to play, then you know he'll, he'll I'm sure throw his two cents in and he'll try to find somewhere where he wants to go, because if he's worried about legacy and all that, then or stats or whatever it may be, or what money, not even that money too, because what, there's no way I'd walk away from sixty million. Speaking of which, I think the same GM of the Jets is the same dude we dealt with with the with the Favre saga. And I want to say that this fucking dickhead, we told um, Favre that summer or whatever because he was going to retire to the same shit like Rodgers. And he was going to get traded and the Vikings really wanted him. Well, we traded him to the Jets with the stipulation being, well, you know, if you trade him, you can't trade him to the Jets. So what they do is they let Rodgers play in, in New York for a season. And then they cut him and then they pretty much gave like they owned his rights and they gave the rights to the Vikings. So it was just like That's just crazy. the same dude that we're now dealing with the Rogers thing is like you guys fucked us way back then. So hopefully you guys get fucked now. You let our golden boy go to the fucking Vikings, our divisional rival, and he almost took them pretty far. So yeah, hopefully the Jets get what they they, they deserve, and hopefully they deserve Zach Wilson. Honestly, in my humble opinion, they deserve Zach Wilson. And and Zach Wilson really isn't a bad quarterback, man. No, he's not. He just needs 
to learn after somebody. You know, sit behind a year or so, you know, and just, I don't know, just learn. And now that's what makes uh, Jordan Love so exciting is because Aaron Jones has come out and says, you know, the dude is ready. You know, he's been flinging the ball. You can tell he's been working. And I actually seen videos of him working with his quarterback's coach and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've And that's the thing. And I guess if someone that, you know, like Rodgers as himself, he doesn't need to really work on stuff. But at the same time, it's like you can but, tell his arm strength wasn't there. But it's also like the effort. You know what I'm saying? Like You every, see videos of Tom Brady, but yeah. never Rodgers. Yeah, you see. I, I, remember I think it. it's the fact that they're putting an effort to get better or stay at the same level that, they, that they're performing at. Rodgers, like Anthony's saying, you don't see any videos of him practicing. You just hear stories of him going on like darkness retreats or going to like hippie space camps and stuff like hey you know what like if you guys are all into that cool beans you guys seen kumbaya by the fire but when you're a multi-million dollar athlete and you're uh, performing for an organization you kind of want them to perform at their job that'd be like if anthony and i and hunter or anybody anybody listening if you went to your job and you were like one of the star employees and um when they needed you and they and you're getting ready for your whatever big day or whatever big thing was going on and you're like you know what I don't really feel like coming to work today, uh, and not because I'm sick, not because of anything, just because I don't really feel like it, you know. And you're telling your your work and your organization, like, you know what? I know you guys can't rid of me, and then you're rubbing it in their face. I think that's where the sourness comes from: is that the fact that Aaron Rodgers knows that he had leverage and he was one of the best QBs in the NFL, and instead of like, I don't know. Using that as like a weapon better? for the organization, he used it as a weapon against the organization. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot to ask you, Christian. We, we forgot about we forgot to talk about OBJ. He got signed Baltimore for one year for what twelve man? Eighteen mil. Eighteen mil. Yeah, it was eighteen mil. Yeah. So how you feel about OBJ and go Baltimore? So we're doing a quick switch up. Uh, OBJ in Baltimore, the Ravens. Threw $18 million at a receiver who had no ACL in week nine, basically, of the season because he came out and said that, and they threw $18 million at him, but they don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I don't know. The Ravens are weird. And they talk about, oh, Lamar's always hurt, injury prone. So is uh, OBJ, but you're going to throw a one-year $18 million contract at that guy? Get to help me. Yeah, and the thing is, is the Ravens, I think everyone is like, I think the fan side is like, I think they're upset because like the contract they af- they offered Lamar I want to say it was better than the contract that Jalen Hurts got. Like, so is it the, Lamar's fault then? Yeah, I think so. I think the first or second contract that came out, I'm not sure which one it was, but one of them was better than the Jalen Hurts contract. It's about five years, two hundred not five man. From but I think he wanted guarantees. Yeah, I mean, I get the guarantee part, but you want this other sandwich? I mean, no, hell no. It's gonna get cold. You can take it on the road. No, no, you. I'll take it. Well, At the same time, it's just like, it's just stupid. It's like when um, there was an NBA player, a center, I think it was Bismack, Biombo, or maybe it was, uh, uh, no, no, it was Nor- Norland's Noel. Norland's Noel, who was playing for one of the NBA teams, I forget who it was. And uh, they offered him like a five year or a four year, like $30 million contract. And he was like, no, nah, I'm worth more than that. Went into the free agency, and I think they offered him some one team offered him like a year deal for like six mil. You know who did that? Else, uh, who else did that? Like you, fucking idiot, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, with yeah, the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, 
He uh, went to the Boston Celtics, right? Yeah, for one year. One year for like six million, and and LA gave him multiple years. And he was gonna make like twenty something million or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's cool. Like if you want, and bet now he's it, back with the Lakers. Yeah, if you're gonna bet on yourself, that's great. But it's not always uh, grass is green on the other side. The grass might be green on the side that you're standing at. And for Lamar, you know, uh, I kind of wish he would have just taken the deal. I don't know. It's interesting. He is a young MVP well, talent, he, he but maybe he doesn't want to be in Baltimore. Go ahead. Maybe. He, he done twice for jail. I uh, remember last, last year. Yeah, past last season. Omar said in like first season, like asked him, You want ten years? You give him ten years for ten years, three hundred million. He said no. And the second time like Frecker said he, he gave him a second time offer. I said like about eleven years. Yeah, I said eleven years for three hundred fifteen million. He told him no. So I was I, I what no one wants his mindset. He wants more money or he wants more like he wants like Patrick Holmes money. He wants to be like Patrick Holmes money. I don't know. I feel like he need he, and that's why I keep going back on. He just wants guaranteed money. Yeah, I mean, guaranteed money is good and all, but they can give you a three hundred million dollar contract, but they're like, oh, well, only a hundred and twenty is guaranteed out of that three hundred. And you're like, okay, what's going on with the next one eighty? Oh, roster bonuses, game performance, uh, off season workouts, completions, touchdowns, yard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he just wants he wants guaranteed money. Which I I mean at the end of the day like it's so like weird to argue like either for or against because as a player like yeah get guaranteed because the organization can get rid of you at any point in their in their in their life you know like at Baker Mayfield dude led them to playoffs uh, plays injured injures his shoulder and they cut him they trade him away like he was pretty much minced meat to the organization. Yeah, no, that makes sense. On the other hand, you have somebody like Ezekiel Elliott who got that guaranteed money. And fell off. Just immediately <laughs> fell off after that contract. So it's a slippery slope. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I uh, when Lamar plays, is electric, and I like watching him play. But it's when the that's a big question of when he plays or if he plays. That's good for say that the Washington football team. I don't say the name. They sell the stadium for. Oh yeah, the Commanders didn't million. they sell? Yeah, they like sold six six billion. Yeah, six yeah. bill. So I'm sure that they they say. I want to put Washington football team go to different cities. Like. And, so, and that's the thing. Okay, so check this out. I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast before, but think about it. So the whole thing with the Washington Redskins was the fact that, you know, you, uh, if everyone felt like it was racist because, you know, there was a derogatory term, which is, you know, that's fair. They're, they're, they're making- cool. You know what? You want to make uh, amends and you want to make some reparations? Go with the Washington Natives, right? Washington Natives. Uh, you keep the emblem on the side, and for every jersey and for every ticket or for whatever sell you have in the name of the natives, a small percentage of the proceed goes to the Native American uh, community. Not only, And then on top of that, like they get represented through sports. So, you know, I, like I mean, they're, par- they're part of our history. You know, the Native, <clears throat> the Native Americans are a part of the country. They were a part of the, the whole starting thing of, this, uh, of America and how everything began, unfortunately. I agree with the that. story is very dark and uh, um, you know downslide from there, but you know you're able to propel their community with um you know and what community is this the, the Native American community you shout know? out you know if you give them a small proceed you know it, it helps them out, out and it betters their community and stuff and you know it was just a softball like toss to them right there all you had to do was go with the Washington Natives and that would have been a badass name what if you went with the Washington Comanches. Well, no, because that'd be singling one. Yeah, group. yeah, yeah. So the natives would be like obviously for the whole populace, the Native Americans. That's what. Yeah, they're. Washington yeah, yeah. natives. Yeah, that'd be that'd be. I thought I honestly, I think that'd be a cool name. That'd be badass. What about baseball? What about the eights? Oh, yeah, and then you got the Cleveland Indians. 
Well, they, I think they did away with the Cleveland Indians. I know, but that's to what I'm the saying. Guardians. To the Guardians, but but they may, what what could they have been? What what could they have been? I don't know. I thought I didn't think the Indians were derogatory, but then again, I don't I don't know that. I don't know if that's like game. saying like because we're like Asian and Mexican. Like if that was like so, if we're someone who's going around calling uh, the Seattle Asians, you know, I don't know if that's like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, today's society is really fucking soft and weak to an extent because um, there's certain things you can't say and there's certain things you can't do. Yeah. And it's just like, how sensitive are we? Evidently, we're sensitive enough that we, we have to go and change fucking history. You got to change names. Well, the Redskins one makes sense. The Indians, I don't know about that one. That one was kind of like a little, a little weird. Yeah. But I don't know. <clears throat> and I mean, you, you look at they, it. Look at Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Yeah, and they still got the Indian on the front. Yeah. Blackhawks. So maybe they could have been the they they could have been the Washington. They could have gone with the natives. Yeah, the Washington natives. That'd have been cool. Yeah. You pay and then like I said, or go uh, the replacements and do the Washington Sentinels. Shout out Shane Falco. Yeah, could have gone with the Sentinels. It was right there for you guys. Um I'm I'm sure they're gonna get a rebrand. Just like the Oakland A's are gonna get a rebrand. They're gonna be like the Las Vegas something. I mean, it's crazy how, like, like I didn't notice in the past, like, two to three years, like, in all, like, the fans, age fans. So that's how many fans, like, Oakland, only, only Warriors. You can see Warriors, like, they're only the best basketball, the baseball team. Because I think I see that the fans, the A's, I don't know they're true old the fans, the A's. It's just kind of sad. There's no fans in the games. No one's, no one's there. It's not many people buy tickets for the A's game. It's kind of sad how, um, no one watching two sports. Only one good sports Warriors. The Warriors have won four ABA finals. But not not the A's have there. Yeah, and see and people in Oakland can't be mad about their team leaving. Because no. look at the attendance at the A's games, like he's saying. Yeah. So the Raiders one was pretty weird <clears throat> because Yeah. Those are you know, the they're, they're always fans. Yeah, they were they're always sold out. But I could see the Oakland A's leaving. And going to Vegas, and you could have kept the football team there. But, I mean, we don't know anything. I mean, you you know, those people, whoever wanted to move, they, you know, it's it makes more financial sense because Oakland compared to Vegas. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, Vegas is an emerging market right now. And they, they got what? They got a football team. They yeah. got a hockey team. Um, yeah. They have – they're on the potential to get a – Basketball team. Basketball team. They've got a baseball team. A baseball team. Most yeah. big fights. I know, dude. UFC, boxing, both book in Vegas. Is the Bear Palace? Does Bear have a site? I think they do. In Vegas, I think so. That'd be sick. Could we transfer? Yeah, you could go to Vegas. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no. Vegas is the spot right now. Yeah. I mean, as it should be, because it's bringing in uh, tourists and it's bringing in money, obviously. So, and who wouldn't want? Uh, who wouldn't want to live in Vegas? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's got like everything you need. Yeah, you literally. If you wanted to devolve into debauchery, I mean, you yeah. can get into gambling, prostitutes, drugs. I mean. It's Sin City for a reason, but I mean, there's fun stuff to do. And being, mostly. and then us being in Vegas, not tooting our own horn, but we've been to Vegas a lot. Yeah, it's really cool. I love being in Vegas. Gambling is awesome. Gambling, gambling, gambling is, okay. But take that gambling back. Gambling is awesome. is is awesome if you know what you're doing. Yeah, but it's I mean, not over, awesome just to get into but it. But I mean, still though, it's just the atmosphere. Yeah, because you, you, you're. It's just, it's like a mini New York, but it's not as overwhelming. I recant my statement. Gambling is not awesome. You lose money. 
It's fun. It's exciting. Gambling's yeah, exciting. That's the word. It's not fun. Fun is like something you do like when you go to a, like a resort, like you go to Six Flags or you go to you know Universal. Or you it, go it's to just uh, where are you going? The Canary Islands again? Uh, Kalahari Resorts. Yeah, dude. Hey, this dude has money, man. He's rich. Yeah, right. I wish. Um, oh, you can see the king. Had a king. But I mean, you're gonna have what four teams, three teams, three teams to choose from to go see. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of stuff to do. And then the Vegas, the their football stadium, dude, the Raiders. Oh, yeah. it's nice. It's all black. It's pretty, oh, oh, I really like it's it. Just, Updated. I don't know. I, don't know. I want to go check that out, though. It's kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we are about 36 minutes in. When are you guys leaving? Uh, like two. Uh, so we got some time. We're driving halfway down to uh, the in-between in point. What's that? We don't clock into uh, the resort until tomorrow. So we're hey, down whoa, to like you, what do you mean clock in, man? Using uh, work terms here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check in. We're checking in in I think Brownsville or something. Where is this place at? Sorry for the by, sirens. It's down by Austin. It's like an hour away from Austin. So why are you guys leaving today? Why don't you guys leave tomorrow? I don't think we want to drive like five hours tomorrow. We're gonna drive like three hours today, or drive like four hours. Maybe it's like I don't know. It's, it's, we're driving like. A good miles away, we're like we're just an hour away from the resort. Okay, so we can sleep in a little bit tomorrow. Is it all like inclusive food and everything? Yeah, I think so. I think we were it's like most Cancun, part, but it's like Americanized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna get, we're not gonna get dysentery. And for the ones out there that do not know what that meaning is, go ahead and explain it. Uh, so dysentery is like a like pretty much like a bacterial and and. Like infection that you get in your intestines where you just shit and piss everything. Essentially, you don't get. It's not food poisoning. Well, it's like food poisoning on steroids. Because food poisoning, you know, it'll go away in like, yeah, dude, in like 24 hours. The girls, man, they were fucked up. Yeah, they were like sick for like four five days. Like, they, yeah, they four or five days. Shitting in the bed. New it was sheets running. every night. Yeah, non-stop. it was terrible. That hit me towards the end. Dude, pulling Remember? out those fucking uh, toothbrushes and smelling them. Like, after, I guess the water had gotten on them, and I don't know how we didn't smell it, but getting them back, dude, they smelled fucking rancid. Dude, do We're you remember when I was at that. the in the Mexico Cancun uh, airport, dude? Yeah. I was fucked up, dude. Yeah. My stomach was fucked, and then buggy yeah, shit dude. everywhere. Dude. <laughs> remember when she shit dude, on the yeah. floor, dude? That was funny. Let's go. Hey, to our people, our coworkers down in uh, Mex- hey, Mexico, hey, we love you guys, man, but uh, I don't think I'll be going to Mexico for a little bit. Yeah, or at least I not didn't... Cancun. I mean, I, I don't know. See, if, if, if we go back to Cancun, I want to go, like, in the city. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it, yeah. Uh, just getting dysentery in general just fucking blows. So. Instead of Mexico, let's go to, like, uh, let's go to Belize. Or let's go to... Uh, Spain? Oh, man, that'd be crazy. I, I wouldn't mind Hawaii. What do you think? Hawaii would be cool. Oh, they, they, they got... They got, they got uh, oh, did you hear about Hawaii? Are you guys aware of this current situation? They got shipped in the water in Hawaii. What happened? Japanese. They found Japanese uh, boats in Hawaii. No. No, they did find that back in the day. But apparently, Hawaii, beautiful, 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 beautiful state, right? It was a country at one point, but they, you know, we kind of, the United States kind of strong-armed them to being one of the 50 states of the United States. Well, you know, Hawaii's beautiful. Typical America. Yeah, you know, strong-arming people into doing things against their will. Big brother to the world. Um, so right now, like, uh, they're super pissed. The, the natives of Hawaii mm-hmm. are fucking super pissed because what? if you look at prices of the housing there, just for a standard, like three bedroom, 
two bath house there. Nothing spectacular, just standard. You know what we have here. Yeah. You're looking at like anywhere from like six hundred and fifty thousand dollars to like one point two million dollars. So to add on to that, I spoke to Nasty Nate. Shout out Nathan and Delenting. He says that his parents, his dad bought their house that they've lived at for around a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty thousand back in the day. Yep. He says they could easily get anywhere between like five to about six hundred thousand dollars yeah, for that house. Yeah, and it's not that impressive of a house. Yeah. He says cost of living over there is ridiculous. Yeah. The price of living, too. They said that, so a bunch of Americans, let's just typically say that they're white, you know. Not trying to be racist, all right? It's my people in Belgium, but here we have a problem. Uh, so anyways, the people, let's just, we say rich people. I don't know. Rich Americans came over from wherever they're it's living, like, uh, Trump, moved into Hawaii, jacked the cost of living and everything up to the point where, like, if you were to leave your house from there, you're not going to buy another house in Hawaii. You're going to have to move your entire family out of the state. Yeah. So if you're stuck in a shit-down, run-down house, you're just stuck. There's no getting out of your current predicament. That's why they're so pissed. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't blame them. Yeah. They were they were fine living off the islands and making it. Are you cold right now? No, I was going to say, I'm not trying to throw shots, but so imagine the house like you know grand, that grandpa and grandma live in, right? Yeah. Like uh, over on the north side? Yeah. And let's say that, like, you got a job at Bear. You're like, man, badass. Love this job. Get paid a lot now. You want to move your family out of that house? No shot. You're stuck in that house. Yeah, well, at least it's free. I mean, yeah, it's free, but it's, <laughs> it's like running down, you know? Yeah, I mean. And you, you can't can move. You can't improve your situation because the, the cost is just exuberant. It's enormous. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah, let me tell you. Me and I watched the game last week. We saw Gavin Cash. That kid is a stud. He'll hit a bomb like oops. Oh. Hunter brings up some random thoughts. What is this? What, what was he saying? Cavity. And I like it because it's just we could be Off on a subject wall. and then we could be on a subject and he's just like, yeah, Gavin Cash hit a home run, hit a bomb. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we went to what, Grand Canyon? The game Tuesday, yeah. la- uh, this past Tuesday. And yeah, Gavin Cash hit a home run, a uh, fucking monstrous shot. And uh, what else you got random for us? Uh, let's see. You're engaged. Oh, I guess like what a month ago. Yeah. It was. I feel good. I feel happy. Full blessing. Well, I'm divorced. Yeah, hey, hey, another one, Dad. Yeah. Shit. That's random, right? <laughs> That's how I feel, dude. <laughs> to play off of that, you know, and just so everyone knows, you know. I'm not divorced yet. I'm just, still waiting on paperwork. Just because Hope that shit hurries. You know, up. you're a man, and, and you know, for the most part, you've always been told just to take it and. To hide up your feelings and stuff. Like, it's not, it's not, and it's not good to bottle stuff up. Nah. So, you know, if you can't find somebody to talk to, find somebody to talk to. Go to a counselor. Um, you know, any help is is good help, really. Uh, it's not good to harbor that. And luckily for my brother, he's got, like, a support system, and we can all. Shout out. Listen to yeah. him and hear him out and stuff, but, yeah. But, yeah, other than that, I'm men solid, go, man. Yeah, men go through shit, too. Hey, uh, yeah, so stand up for men's health. Yep. Mental awareness is a real thing, so for people out there that don't believe in that. You're fucked. But yeah, no, you're dude. weird. Uh so you're engaged, everything's going good. Um what else you got? Uh let's see. We talked about the Lakers, the Oilers, the Packers. The Ukrainian counteroffensive is going hey, to be. Hey dude, yeah, soon. yeah. The Ukrainians, uh I've seen some videos of them. Yeah. I've some seen, I've seen brigades. Yeah. Units of men. Yeah. Crazy. I, I, I mean I can't like I can't like you had to sort out uh thing, but I said, nah, I don't want to shit the whole thing. But yeah, man, I'm like super excited for all that. 
Yeah. I think I'm a, I don't know, like, yeah, you guys, everyone, should, I mean, I don't know if you guys, listeners, but yeah, you guys should be like rooting for the Ukrainians. And if you're an American rooting against them, you're drinking something that you shouldn't be drinking. You need to stay off of that uh, PCP because these guys are going to do us a favor at the expense of their lives in a proxy war that, you know, America's kind of launching. I mean, we've been gearing to fight the Russians for like 70 years since the Cold War. And the Ukrainians are going to do it um, pretty much by themselves. And they're going to dismantle the Russian Federation. So, super fucking awesome. Shout out. It's got to see, it's going to be sad how, like, Ukraine and Russia to fight each other. I don't know, it's like, like, World War Three. The city, like, us versus China. So, if you have like World War Three, Because I don't like how it's just happening. I wish the war stops. I know I said it just, like, I don't know how many of I said it. Last one in the beginning, but I wish you can. I wish we're doing the best they can fight, keep fight them, get the, the home back, the home city back. I wish Russia's just friendly, let them let it be, just quit. You keep going, keep going, you lose, you lose your loved ones, like the family. I know the Russia don't care about your families, but you can is trying keep the city safe and have a better life. So we have, a, have tough, tough lives. Like Ukraine, Russia, anybody have tough lives. We stopped the war. It made me sick of my stomach. I just don't like how, how it starts. Like last year or year, like last year and now. I just don't like it. This has made me uh, uh, hurt my stomach, hurt my chest. Just, I'll be praying for those two countries and I'll go, go Fuck go. praying for Russia. I know, just Fuck like, those guys. I hope they all die. I, I wish, uh, He's, he I has a heart, man. Ukraine, so. No, I mean, that's great and all, but Ukraine... Well, there's Russians over there that don't want the war to happen. Well, then you can and leave. You know, and they're trying. You could leave, like, the 300 or 400,000 people that left the country. You could surrender. The Ukrainians have hotlines. You know. At the end of the day, and I see where you guys are coming from, but... I'm, I, like, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Fuck Russia. Yeah. But except for the ones that, you know, are with the Ukrainians. Yeah. You know, those they're good people because they have hearts. So, but yeah, no, that was that's pretty the, heartfelt. At, at the end of the day, like you guys can fucking fuck off at any time y'all want. Yeah, but no doubt. you guys, you guys choose not to. Yeah. So whatever you guys get, if you guys want to turn, be turned into fertilizer, hey, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck them. America is gonna be there to help you with that process out too, man. Yeah. America, France, um, Poland, Great Britain, all the great nations of the free world are gonna are gonna help you guys. And shout out to. Uh, Shout out to the people that are for American, for America, and the ones that say, "Oh, I don't want to send my tax dollars." Yada yada yada. Well, it's like, uh, what are your tax dollars going to, anyways? Yeah, um, you, like Dad said, you're not over there fighting. You're not exactly. the one dying yeah. and sweating and crying and mentally and physically going through abuse. Yeah, uh, your family's not. I saw a post. You from have an American Ukrainians volunteer. doing that for you. One of the things he was talking about was like. He said that he ended his tour and, you know, he wished war would end. Pretty much what Hunter was saying. And, I mean, he was oh, he was over there. He said one of the things that he'll never get rid of is the sight of the bodies, the the uh, the uh, the dead pits. He called them dead pits because there was just – there was kids, there was babies, there was just people piled up in pits on the Ukrainian side. And the Russians had <clears throat> executed. And what's crazy is that they even uh, – they had them, like, hogtied and shit. Yeah. Inhumane stuff. But only people – the, only, the, the the true 
the hardcore Americans. They only they only think about their tax dollars. They don't think about, yeah, they don't care society. about the society. Because, no. I mean, I'll give an example. I, I had spoken to somebody, and they're all, oh, our, our money's going over there, yada, yada, yada. What about America? What about America? Yeah, what about America? And do I was like, you, do well, we have free education you, yet for, how, for college? How would you feel if no. I... Uh, how would you feel if I went to your place and killed your kids? What are you gonna do? You can't fight you're not gonna just let. You're not gonna let it happen, right? No. You're gonna well, seek blood, aren't you? Yes. What happened when Japan invaded Pearl Harbor? We retaliated with the full force of the American. Yeah. yeah. We joined the war, and then what did we do to their innocents and thousands of people? We nuked them two times. Yeah. So. What? What? You know, like, what would you but expect? But when somebody else defends himself, it's it's a. Uh, it's a bad thing, right? Well, there, it used to be a part of Russia, and it's not a part of Russia. Did you hear that term? Used? It used to be. Yeah. It used to be. Hawaii used to be its own country you until know what it that, got so, strong arms. You know what that American tax dollar argument is? Well, I don't want my American tax. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like a fucking British loyalist back in 1776 being like, I don't want my British tax dollars over there in the colonies. They should be fitting for themselves. They should pay for taxes and the yeah. protection of their own colonies. And then the Americans were like, cool, I like that idea. Let's rise up and overthrow the British government and establish our own nation. Yeah. That's exactly what that fucking argument is. I have a question for you. So I don't get it, man. I, mean, I could get you can be pro-America, this and that, but if you're going to be that way. Bro, that's the most throw, pro-American thing ever. I know, but throw some fucking facts out there. Yeah, pro- be the most, logical. Be, the be pro- humane. The most promo- pro-American thing you could say is like, I'm glad my tax dollars is saving the lives of American troops by providing ammunition to destroy our enemy. Beautiful. Yeah, hey, we're not losing American troops over there in Ukraine. The Ukrainians are dying, yeah. but we're supplying them. I mean, well, there's volunteers and shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, 100% yeah. correct, yeah. So uh, you should be happy that we don't have Americans over there. So what are you concerned about with your tax money? Yeah. We're paying for corrupt politicians, aren't we? Yeah. They're still in office, aren't they? Yeah. Where's that fight at? You guys want to talk about American tax dollars? They, they talk about tax dollars and they think of Ukraine instantly. Yeah. instantly and it's like, well, what about the corrupt cops? What about the corrupt people in the church? How about the, uh, what about the corrupt that? politicians? How about, how about just like every single day from the end of the year? Like just look up the numbers. How many public shootings is there in schools? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I, that's. What, I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't. The get only people. school shootings that make the national news in here in America are the, are the worst ones. But there's at least a shooting every day. Yeah, if it's not a school, it's a grocery store. Yeah. So you think they just should ban guns? Like, you could be eighteen and over and have guns? Like eighteen and over? I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's I don't a know. little. That's a little hot. Yeah, because I have an AR fifteen. Oh, that's a hot. That's a hot potato. Gun. I have a pistol. Question. I have a shotgun. I, ha- I have weapons. All registered. Yeah, to and work. it's just like. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know the gun laws. That's a touchy subject, because I'm all for the guns, but at the same time, I'm not for the shootings. So, and to be fair, when those laws that's were touchy, written, it's really touchy. That was written like 300 years ago. The right to bear arms, right? Yeah. And back then, they had muskets. They had pistols that you had to like pour in gunpowder and like put the self-loading bullet in there and fire one shot at a time. They weren't expecting, you know, you could go buy a hairpin. Uh, uh, trigger and turn an AR into fully automatic, right? Yeah, all you do is shave that down. Or get a clip to extend a, a pistol from like a 9 nine to 12 uh, mag to like 40, 40 rounds, Yeah, you know? A drum. A drum, you know? They weren't expecting that. So to an extent, maybe they should just be revised, right? Those laws were written forever ago. 
I don't know. Guns is a touchy subject, especially here in America. Oh, yeah. Super. Because if you're not for guns, then you're, what would they call you? What, what's that? You're a liberal, right? Yeah. But if you're for guns, then you have the liberals that are like, oh, man. What do they call those guys? What do you mean? A conservative? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what are the ones that are far right? Those are just the alt-right. And then the ones are like, oh, I, I want my guns. I want my guns. And you have the ones like, oh, we don't want guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just kind of, and that's what's a touchy subject is like, you know. I hope that one day we could find meet in the middle. Oh, you know? I have a question for you guys. Do all kids at school or any schools, they have like their own machines. They have like airport. Go airport. You go to an airport. You have a gun. You have a gun in your pockets. Things go off. They should have in schools in the future. To be fair, the, they've, they've done a lot of stuff over the years to where they can prevent guns coming in from the school. Just on an everyday kid. But the thing is, the kids aren't going to school with guns just in their pockets. Those kids are coming to school after everyone's already in class, walking up to the, to the school or knife. fully loaded. So do we so do we need more security? Do I mean, because I don't know, man. That's, what's, that, that's where I, it's hard to talk about. Because it's like, if you're for the security, then it's going to be like, okay, well, we're going to have dudes just standing around pretty much at certain schools, and that's no offense to the other ones, and God bless them, but with those guys would be just standing there all day for that. a fucking year, basically, seeing no action, but they're there. You have that blanket, but then you'd have dudes that are like, oh, okay, you know, this dude, you might be the first one to die, dude, but that's what we paid you to do is to be here yeah, and be security, and it's shitty because we shouldn't have that in our schools. There shouldn't be a guy walking around with an AR-15 outside the uh, the front doors and doing this and doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the thing is... It's I don't like, know. It's touchy. For the most part, most yeah. of these people have I don't know. left... I don't like talking about it. ...have left manifestos, and they've been building up to something in the online communities. So I don't know how that's like not being monitored better. Because, I mean... Nicholas Cruz, didn't he do a manifesto? Yeah. And they're, they're, they were kind of, oh, you know, this guy, he's saying this. Didn't they target him or red flag him at some point? Yeah. But he's still... yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like when you really want to break it down, you could be one of those theorists that like, oh, well, we flagged him. We knew about it. But, uh, you know, let him go ahead and still do it anyways. Like the dude that leaked you know the what Ukrainian I mean? national uh, um, or the U.S. like uh, stuff that the dude that leaked the U.S. intel. You know, he was a who was he, it Snowden. No, no, it was. Well, Snowden actually did the populace a favor because America was doing a bunch of crazy shit. That they still do that not everyone really cares about like it is what it is I guess but it was just like basically saying you know America was doing a bunch of illegal shit they shouldn't have been doing but the dude that leaked the uh, US intel on the Ukrainian what's well, going over in Ukraine he, he leaked the intel on it to his Minecraft people like how's that not being monitored like how's no like any personnel inside of the you know the United States forces like not being monitored like that especially with somebody with like sensitive information like that that's just crazy and what's crazy is, like, how are these other countries able to hack our systems, but we can't oh, find sure. out what's going on? I'm sure we can. I'm sure we hacked into their I'm sure we have a bunch of honeypots located up in their systems and stuff. We've yeah, got no, some I get tip, it. We got some tips and tricks for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just crazy. The world's crazy. It's a crazy time. Planets yeah. heating up. It's a scare world. It's, uh, it's happening. We're yes. here. Anyways, thank y'all for tuning in. If you guys are still listening, uh, appreciate you guys being here for the journey. It gets a little wild. It gets a little rambly, and it gets a little everywhere. But, hey, we're out here doing our thing, man. Appreciate you guys. Uh, much love and respect. You guys be good to each other. And this is your boy, Titson. I'm out.
14. I my brother teacher. I hope you have a great trip, man. Have fun. Have a good time with your wife, your kids. Have fun. I'll see you guys on Friday. I am out. Peace. Everybody, be careful out there. Love one another. Hug each other. Take care of each other. Enjoy y'all's moments and y'all's times that we have with one another. Because life is precious. And we have to make most of our, our time and opportunities. You guys be careful out there. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. God bless. Peace. Uh, love y'all.